0: chapter fourteen verses thirty two through fifty two of catena aria gospel of st mark by st thomas aquinas this librivox recording is in the public domain verses thirty two through forty two and they came to a place which was named gethsemane and he said to his disciples sit ye here while i shall pray and he taketh with him peter and james and john and began to be sore amazed and to be very heavy and he saith unto them my soul is exceedingly sorrowful unto death tarry ye here and watch and they went forward a little and fell on the ground and prayed that if it were possible the hour might pass from him and he said abba father all things are possible unto thee take away this cup from me nevertheless not what i will but what thou wilt and he cometh and findeth them sleeping and saith unto peter simon sleepest thou couldst not thou watch one hour watch ye and pray lest ye enter into temptation the spirit truly is ready but the flesh is weak and again he went away and prayed and spake the same words and when he returned he found them asleep again for their eyes were heavy neither wist they what to answer him. And he cometh a third time, and saith unto them, Sleep on now, and take your rest. It is enough. The hour is come. Behold, the son of man is betrayed into the hand of sinners. Rise up, let us go. Lo, he that betrayeth me is at hand. Gloss After the Lord had foretold the offense of his disciples, the evangelist gives an account of his prayer, in which he is supposed to have prayed for his disciples. In first describing the place of prayer, he says, And they came to a place which was named Gethsemane, Bede. The place, Gethsemane, in which the Lord prayed, is shown up to this day at the foot of the Mount of Olives. The meaning of Gethsemane is the valley of the fat, or of fatness. Now when our Lord prays on a mountain, he teaches us that we should, when we pray, ask for lofty things. But by praying in the valley of fatness he implies that in our prayer humility and the fatness of interior love must be kept. He also, by the valley of humility and the fatness of charity, underwent death for us. Pseudo-Jerome. In the valley of fatness also the fat bulls beset him. There follows, and he saith unto his disciples, Sit ye here, while I shall pray. They are separated from him in prayer, who are separated in his passion. For he prays, they sleep, overcome by the sloth of their heart. Theophylact. it was also his custom always to pray by himself, in order to give us an example, to seek for silence and solitude in our prayers. There follows, and he taketh with him Peter and James and John. He takes only those who had been witnesses of his glory on Mount Tabor, that they who had seen his glory might also see his sufferings, and learn that he is really man, and that he is sorrowful. Wherefore there follows, and began to be sore amazed, and very heavy, for since he had taken on himself the whole of human nature, he took also those natural things which belong to man, amazement, heaviness, and sorrow, for men are naturally unwilling to die. Wherefore it goes on, And he saith unto them, My soul is exceedingly sorrowful, unto death. Bede, as being God dwelling in the body, he shows the frailty of flesh, that the blasphemy of those who deny the mystery of his incarnation might find no place. For having taken up a body, he must needs also take up all that belongs to the body, hunger, thirst, pain, grief. For the Godhead cannot suffer the changes of these affections. Theophylact. But some have understood this, as if he had said, I am sorrowful, not because I am to die, but because the Jews, my countrymen, are about to crucify me, and by these means to be shut out from the kingdom of God. So Jerome. By this also we are taught to fear and to be sorrowful before the judgment of death. For not by ourselves, but by him only, can we say, the prince of this world cometh and hath nothing in me there follows tarry ye here and watch Bede. he does not mean natural sleep by the sleep which he forbids for the time of approaching danger did not allow of it but the sleep of unfaithfulness and the torpor of the mind but going forward a little he falls on his face and shows his lowliness of mind by the posture of his body wherefore there follows And he went forward a little, and fell on the ground, and prayed that, if it were possible, the hour might pass from him. Augustine, he said not if he could do it, but if it could be done, for whatever he wills is possible. We must therefore understand, if it be possible, as if it were, if he is willing. Unless anyone should suppose that he lessened his father's power, he shows in what sense the words are to be understood. For there follows, And he said, Abba, Father, all things are possible unto thee. By which he sufficiently shows that the words, if it be possible, must be understood not of any impossibility, but of the will of his Father. As to what Mark relates, that he said not only Father, but Abba, Father, Abba is the Hebrew word for Father. And perhaps the Lord said both words, on account of some sacrament contained in them wishing to show that he had taken upon himself that sorrow in the person of his body, the church to which he was made the chief cornerstone, and which came to him, partly from the Hebrews, who are represented by the word Abba, partly from the Gentiles, to whom Father belongs. Bede, but he prays that the cup may pass away, to show that he is very man, wherefore he adds, take away this cup from me, But remembering why he was sent, he accomplishes the dispensation for which he was sent, and cries out, But not what I will, but what thou wilt. As if he had said, If death can die, without my dying according to the flesh, let this cup pass away. But since this cannot be otherwise, not what I will, but what thou wilt. Many still are sad at the prospect of death. But let them keep their heart right, and avoid death as much as they can. But if they cannot, then let them say what the Lord said for us. Suru Jerome. By which also he ceases, not up to the end, to teach us to obey our fathers, and to prefer their will to ours. There follows, and he cometh and find them sleeping. For as they are asleep in mind, so also in body. But after his prayer... The Lord coming, and seeing his disciples sleeping, rebukes Peter alone. Wherefore it goes on, and saith unto Peter, Simon, sleepest thou? Couldst not thou watch with me one hour? As if he had said, If thou couldst not watch one hour with me, how wilt thou be able to despise death, thou who promised to die with me? It goes on, Watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation, That is, the temptation of denying me. Bede. He does not say, pray that ye may not be tempted, because it is impossible for the human mind not to be tempted, but that ye enter not into temptation. That is, that temptation may not vanquish you. Pseudo Jerome. But he is said to enter into temptation who neglects to pray. There follows, the spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Theophilact. As if he had said, your spirit indeed is ready not to deny me, and for this reason ye promise, but your flesh is weak, and that unless God give power to your flesh through prayer, ye shall enter into temptation. Bede, he here represses the rash, who think that they can compass whatever they are confident about. But in proportion as we are confident from the ardor of our mind, so let us fear from the weakness of our flesh. For this place makes against those who say that there was but one operation in the Lord and one will. For he shows two wills, one human, which from the weakness of the flesh shrinks from suffering, one divine, which is most ready. It goes on, and again he went away and prayed and spake the same words, Theophilact, that by his second prayer he might show himself to be very man. It goes on, and when he returned, he found them asleep again. He, however, did not rebuke them severely, for their eyes were heavy, that is, with sleep, neither wist they what to answer him. By this learn the weakness of men, and let us not, whom even sleep can overcome, promise things which are impossible to us. Therefore he goes away the third time to pray the prayer mentioned above, wherefore it goes on. And he cometh a third time, and saith unto them, Sleep now on, and take your rest. He is not vehement against them, though after his rebuke they had done worse. But he tells them ironically, Sleep on now, and take your rest. Because he knew that the betrayer was now close at hand, and that he spoke ironically is evident by what is added. It is enough, the hour is come, behold the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. He speaks this as deriding their sleep, as if he had said, now indeed is a time for sleep, when the traitor is approaching. Then he says, arise, let us go. Lo, he that betrayeth me is at hand. He did not say this to bid them fly, but that they might meet their enemies. Augustine, or else, and that it is said, that after he had spoken these words, sleep now on and take your rest, he added, It is enough, and then, The hour is come. Behold, the Son of Man is betrayed. We must understand that after saying, Sleep now on and take your rest, our Lord remained silent for a short time, to give space for that to happen which he had permitted. And then that he added, The hour is come, and therefore he puts in between, It is enough, that is, Your rest has been long enough. Pseudo-Jerome. The threefold sleep of the disciples points out the three dead, whom our Lord raised up, the first in a house, the second at the tomb, the third from the tomb, and the threefold watch of the Lord teaches us in our prayers to beg for the pardon of past, future, and present sins. Verses 43 through 52. And immediately while he yet spake cometh Judas, one of the twelve, and with him A great multitude was swords and staves, from the chief priests and the scribes and the elders. And he that betrayeth him had given them a token, saying, Whomsoever I shall kiss, that same is he, take him and lead him away safely. And as soon as he was come, he goeth straightway to him, and saith, Master, Master, and kissed him. And they laid their hands on him, and took him. And one of them that stood by drew a sword, and smote a servant of the high priest, and cut off his ear. And Jesus answered and said unto them, Are ye come out as against a thief, with swords and with staves to take me? I was daily with you in the temple teaching, and ye took me not, but the scriptures must be fulfilled. And they all forsook him and fled. And there followed him a certain young man, having a linen cloth cast about his naked body and the young men laid hold on him. And he left the linen cloth, and fled from them naked. Bede. After that our Lord had prayed three times, and had obtained by his prayers, that the fear of the apostles should be amended by future repentance. He, being tranquil as to his passion, goes to his persecutors, concerning the coming of whom the evangelist says, and immediately while he yet spake, cometh Judas Iscariot, one of the twelve, Theophilact, This is not put without reason, but to the greater conviction of the traitor, since though he was of the chief company amongst the disciples, he turned himself to furious enmity against our Lord. There follows, and with him a great multitude, with swords and stays from the chief priests and scribes and elders. Pseudo-Jerome. For he who despairs of help from God has recourse to the power of the world. Bede. But Judas had still something of the shame of a disciple, for he did not openly betray him to his persecutors, but by the token of a kiss. Wherefore it goes on, and he that betrayed him had given them a token, saying, Whomsoever I shall kiss, the same as he, take him, and lead him away safely. Theophylact, See how in his blindness he thought to deceive Christ by the kiss, so as to be looked upon by him as a friend. But if thou wert a friend, Judas, how didst thou come with his enemies? But wickedness is ever without foresight. It goes on, And as soon as he was come, he goeth straightway to him, and saith, Master, Master, and kissed him. Pseudo-Jerome, Judas gives the kiss as a token, with poisonous guile, just as Cain offered a crafty, retrobate sacrifice. Bede. With envy and with a wicked confidence, he calls him master, and gives him a kiss in betraying him. But the Lord receives the kiss of the traitor, not to teach us to deceive, but lest he should seem to avoid betrayal, and at the same time to fulfill that psalm, among them that are enemies unto peace, I labor for peace. It goes on, and they laid hands on him and took him Pseudo jerome this is the joseph who was sold by his brethren and into whose soul the iron entered there follows and one of them that stood by drew a sword and smote a servant of the high priest and cut off his ear bede peter did this as john declares with the same ardent mind with which he did all things for he knew how Phineas had, by punishing sacrilegious persons, received the reward of righteousness and of perpetual priesthood. Theophylact. Mark conceals his name, lest he should seem to be praising his master for his zeal for Christ. Again, the action of Peter points out that they were disobedient and unbelieving, despising the Scriptures. For if they had had ears to hear the Scriptures, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But he cut off the ear of the servant of the high priest, for the chief priests especially passed over the scriptures, like disobedient servants. It goes on, And Jesus answered and said unto them, Are ye come out as against a thief, with swords and with staves to take me? Bede, As if he had said, It is foolish to seek with swords and staves him who offers himself to you of his own accord, and to search As for one who hides himself by night and by means of a traitor, for him who taught daily in the temple. Theophylact, this, however, is a proof of his divinity. For when he taught in the temple, they were unable to take him, although he was in their power, because the time of his passion had not yet come. But when he himself was willing, then he gave himself up, that the scriptures might be fulfilled, for he was led as a lamb to the slaughter not crying or raising his voice, but suffering willingly. It goes on, and they all forsook him and fled. Bede, and this is fulfilled the word which the Lord had spoken, that all his disciples should be offended in him that same night. There follows, and there followed him a certain young man, having a linen cloth cast about his naked body. That is, he had no other clothing but his linen cloth. It goes on, and they laid hold on him, and he left the linen cloth and fled from them naked. That is, he fled from them whose presence and whose deeds he abhorred, not from the Lord, for whom his love remained fixed in his mind, when absent from him in body. Theophylact, just as Joseph had left his mantle behind him and fled naked from the wanton woman, so also let him who would escape the hands of the evil ones Quit in mind all that is of the world, and fly after Jesus. Theophylact. It appears probable that this young man was of that house where they had eaten the Passover, but some say that this young man was James, the brother of our Lord, who was called Just, who after the ascension of Christ received from the apostles the throne of the bishopric of Jerusalem. Gregory or he says this of john who although he afterwards returned to the cross to hear the words of the redeemer at first was frightened and fled for that he was a younger man at that time as evident from his long sojourn in the flesh perhaps he escaped from the hands of those who held him for the time and afterwards got back his garment and returned mingling under cover of the darkness with those who were leading jesus as though he was one of them, until he arrived at the door of the high priest, to whom he was known, as he himself testifies in the gospel. But as Peter, who washed away the sin of his denial with the tears of penance, shows the recovery of those who fall away in time of martyrdom, so the other disciples, who prevented their actual seizure, teach the prudence of flight to those who feel themselves unequal to undergo tortures. End of chapter 14, verses 32 through 52.